Hi everyone, welcome to Extra Help with Inside Schools. I'm Tom Liam Lynch. This week marks the end of the school year in New York City. And with the end of the school year comes the end of this season of Extra Help. In this episode, I want to reflect briefly on our first season, lay out all the unknowns facing families with the new school year just two months away, and give a little glimpse into what's up next for Inside Schools. We started Extra Help to help families manage all of the unknowns that came in March when the DOE transitioned to online learning. In that time, we produced 30 episodes, first publishing daily to keep up with like the ever-changing kind of information flow that was coming out of the DOE. And then we scaled it back to about one episode per week. And we started to increase the number of other voices that we were bringing on to episodes, like recent interviews with Dr. Goldie Muhammad about culturally responsive pedagogy and Dr. David Kirkland about Black Lives Matter and remote learning. You might remember too that we also talked with teachers like Chris Boyd and Caitlin Zwicky, industry experts like Cricket Hines, and we fielded calls from parents like Chrissy from the Bronx. We learned a lot in that time going, you know, going through these different episodes and, and trying to keep up with, with the different needs that we were hearing out there. Um, One of the things that we learned was that just the quality of learning experiences when it came to remote learning, um, that the quality just varied super widely across the city and across schools. You know, it's like some parents could be at home to support their children's learning and some parents needed to leave home in order to go to work. You know, for everybody was stressed perhaps like during something like this, like a global pandemic and remote learning, but there's a different kind of stress if you don't even know if your income is coming in um, because you can't work or because of other changes to your situation. Um, We saw that some teachers in schools really embrace creative models of teaching online in ways that seem to deepen you know their their support of individual students and some teachers in schools like posted worksheets uh, too seldom checking in with students or on the other end of the spectrum just like overwhelming students um, with with work to the extent that you just, you know, it, it almost seemed like they didn't realize that there's like a global crisis unfolding. <laughs> um, we even published a, a report recently uh, that you might have seen um, online or in some different communication channels um, that looks at the city's, uh, looks more closely at the city's response to COVID-19 via remote learning. Um, and I'll put it in the show notes. And we, we interviewed um, 37 stakeholders, in-depth interviews. We reviewed the research on K-12 online learning and also on culturally responsive and sustaining education. Um, and then we kind of pulled all that together and said like, okay, like what are recommendations then for city officials, DOE officials, school and district administrators, and also for families. Um, and I previewed a little bit of that in last week's episode. Um, and our recent report confirmed a lot of these things that were kind of coming through to us through the podcast and through other channels, you know, in our work. And that's just, again, that, you know, the, what, the, what remote learning did is it really, um, it shone a spotlight, a very bright spotlight on, on the inequities that were already um, kind of baked into the New York City public school system. Um, but now it, it made them, you know, really um, unignorable. We also saw over and over again that while many people might want something like regular full-time school to start in September, I know my 10-year-old would love for that. He just wants to hang out with his friends. Um, it's just not likely to go down that way. 
Um, if you listen to the messaging from elected officials and you read between the lines of their uh, reopening school survey, which if you haven't filled it out is something I strongly recommend that you do. Um, when you read between the lines of the survey and you listen to their messaging, like, you know, they're they're planning to have some sort of alternative model of, of, of you know, of schooling in the fall. And maybe maybe it'll just be September. Maybe it'll go through December, maybe into the, the rest of the year. But it's, you know, there's there's all signs are pointing to the fact that in the United States, in New York and New York City, from a public health perspective, um, it's, it's just going to be quite unpredictable. And, and the school system has to prepare in advance for what it is that, you know, for what, how it is that students will be going to school. Um, so the fall, in short, it's going to look funky. Um, and, you know, there's, as I've said in some previous episodes and some recent blog posts, too, on the Inside Schools website, like, I think that there's, there's a lot of unknowns, but not a lot of unknowables. Um, and I do think that there are ways that families can start preparing for um, even, you know, even what, even all of these unknowns that, that are still before us. Now, between the changing needs of families amidst the pandemic um, and also the increased energy, I'm calling for real change to make the education system more equitable as Black Lives Matter is spread across the globe. Um, The team and I at Inside Schools have started planning some major initiatives um, to work on this summer and then to launch in the fall. Um, And I want to share a little bit about those with you here. You as a listener, just as an aside, like you as a listener to this podcast are, are really special to us. You know, you, you are, you know, you're not just going to the website in order to check out, um, you know, profiles on schools and you're not just subscribed to the Facebook, you know, or, or the newsletter and maybe you open it up now and then. But you're, if you're hearing this message, it means that like you're, you're like a super, for lack of a better term, like a super fan, right? Like you're someone who's super engaged with us and like, and so um, giving you a little bit of a preview in terms of where we're going is uh, it just, it just feels right. So one direction that we intend to go, one initiative, um, is to establish a dynamic community for New York City parents that provides them with access to other parents who are grappling with similar problems, to experts in the field who can offer some informed guidance, and to both formal and informal learning experiences, like parent education, parent learning experiences. Um, there's two main ways that we'll, we'll do this. Um, one is, is via like affinity groups, so there might be might be topics like, um, you know, a uh, topic might be like, you know, uh, supporting elementary school learners or supporting fifth grade learners, that kind of thing. Um, the purpose of the affinity groups, it's really, it's topical in nature. It's about specific topics where parents can convene and can exchange information. Um, the, the second way in which we intend to do some of this is to, is to create online courses specifically for parents. And the online courses, rather than being like kind of topical, they're more outcome-based. So the purpose of an online course is to say like, we're gonna create a structured learning experience. For example, to like, you know, how do you apply to elementary schools in New York City or middle or high or whatever it might be. Um, we know there's a lot of resources out there. Inside Schools has a lot of resources available for these kinds of things. But what we hear over and over again from parents is like resources are not enough. Like there has to there has to be some sort of like structure and model and guidance and how to use those resources. What you know what teachers might call like there has to be like a curricular arc to using those sorts of resources. And that's what we intend to try to create um, for families um, via those online courses. 
Um, I'll also just mention too that the idea of like just having the resources alone is never enough. Even teachers will tell you this all the time. Like they get tons of resources thrown at them, but you just get information overload. You just get resource overload. Like resources alone does not a curriculum make. Resources alone does not a learning experience make. Um, there has to be curricular intentionality, as I used to like to say to my uh, my uh, teacher education students when I was in my professing days. Uh, there has to be curricular intentionality, and that's what we intend to start trying to create for parents um, around, you know, around some, some particularly like, you know, kind of high needs areas for parents. Um, in addition to that, we also intend to start trying to increase the presence and visibility of multiple voices on inside schools profiles, including parents, students, administrators, and community-based organizations. What we're envisioning is like the, the profiles on our inside schools website here to four um, are are you know they emphasize kind of our of course our our team's own kind of expert perspective on the school based on you know visits to the school interviews with folks at the school and or you know reviews of the data it also presents the data related to the school um but what you know what we've really started to discuss internally is like you know what does it mean to democratize the school profile um in such a way that we can actually we can bring a more diverse group of voices to the forefront and provide a platform there's obviously like there's a lot there's a lot that has to go into like what the process is for doing that fairly and well scalably and sustainably like those are questions that we're going to be grappling with this summer um, as we start to pilot what this might look like um, and we're really excited to see how we can bring all of these kinds of voices and perspectives, including continuing our own expert and kind of data-based um, pr perspectives um, to the school profile. You know, we think that there's more that we can do, I guess is one way to sum it up. There's, we think that there's more that we can do to bring parents together, to help them both support their own children and to improve the quality of the New York City school system for all families. And we think, we being the Inside Schools team and I, like we think that if we increase public engagement and especially parent engagement, we can improve public education. Um, and that's just what we're gonna set out to do. So keep an eye uh, and an ear out for more information in the coming weeks and over, um, and over the summer. Now, before I sign off, allow me to say thank you, right? So thank you. You have worked, um, so hard in so many different ways, I can only imagine to um, manage the, the crisis that has been unfolding. And you have come to this podcast as a way to try to get perspective, information, whatever it might be. And I'm eternally grateful um, for the time that you've spent listening um, in the way that you are right now. Um, I have worked in and with New York City Schools for over 15 years, from the classroom to the central offices, uh, with exceptional standout schools to schools that can barely meet children's foundational educational needs. Um, and I have never lost hope that change is possible. But what has changed for me in recent months is this, like change is not only possible, I believe it's actually closer than any of us really even think. And I think public engagement is the key, especially engaging parents. So please know that your support by listening to this podcast is so much appreciated and it's only the beginning. That's all for this episode and this season, but our engagement doesn't have to stop here. 
I'm not even gonna go back and edit that one. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you there with a, with a, with a slip up on half. Um, throughout the summer, you can visit us at insideschools.org for independent reviews of city schools, and you can sign up for our newsletter. The newsletter will be a little less active, um, uh, as will face our Facebook page and Twitter. It'll be active, but just maybe a little less so than you might be used to. Um, you can also always leave us a voicemail question via our podcast homepage. Um, finally, please consider subscribing to our podcast so you know when our second season launches. And if the spirit moves you, leave us feedback. It means a lot. Until September, I'm Tom Liam Lynch, and I'll see you online.